Hello, what's up everybody? This is Jose. This is Zaley. And this is Smoking Guns. So, um, we're gonna start smoking. Um, how's the day, Zaley? It was pretty good. Called out of work. Again. I'm dead. I feel <laughs> that. It's definitely, it was definitely a good day. Last night was my, yesterday was my birthday, obviously, you know, you know, baby. <laughs> but, um, yeah, just so you guys know, last night was my 21st birthday. Um... We didn't, we did, we had a party at our apartment building. A very, very lit party. It was very, very lit. I was off my socks, off my socks indeed. <laughs> you know, we had some, we had a lot of liquor, drinks, we had beer pong going, brahalla. It was pretty gas. Facts. Speaking of gas, I, I, I went to, before the party, before the day even started basically, I turned 21 and the first thing I had to do I had to take a trip to the dispensary, cause you guys do not know yet, but I love, love, love my TH sizzles. <laughs> um, as for the dispensary, there was a lot. There was a lot I could say about it. First of all, they like I went in and they checked my ID, which was cool. You know, the guy was cool. He checked my ID. We shot the shit and. You know, he at the end of the day, he let me in. But then after that, I went to go ring out, and they ID'd me a second time, which was oh, a little weird. It was annoying, and and they also didn't take cash, and so I had to go to the ATM. You mean they didn't take card, and you had to use cash? That's right, that's yeah. right. And it was it was an interesting hassle. Um, I definitely, I would, I would rate it like a... A 6 out of 10 for my first dispensary experience. Mm. The guys were cool. The weed was good. But it was like a lot of a lot of hassle, low-key. And it was also very expensive. It was also very expensive. So this is what I got. I got uh, two pre-rolls. I want to say the pre-rolls were about $18 each. I got two different strains. Um, I got an eighth of... Let's... I forget what it was called. Um, I got an eighth of lemon skunk bud, and that costed me about fifty dollars. And I also got like a container of uh, five milligram gummies with twenty in them, so a hundred milligrams each. And I want to say all in all, everything came to about one forty, which was kind of crazy. Uh, Normally, I get my eighths for like uh, 20, 25. No, yeah. I get my eighths for 25, 30. And the pre-rolls only have a gram in them. So, that's like 20 bucks if you were to buy a dub on the street. <coughs> so, overall, like, I'd say we could have got the same things that we got at the dispensary from our, like, normal person. For, I'd say around like 75 around that. Yeah, literally. That makes sense. That makes sense. Around that area. But you know, we just want to try out the dispensary because Big 21. Facts. I had to do some new things. You know, try try going about, try going about things the, the right way. <laughs> you can't tell, but I'm doing air parentheses. Um, how was your night? How was your night last night? It was pretty good. I ran around for majority of the day, just getting stuff for the party. Yeah, 
I gotta give you props. I do have to give you props. Because you put this whole big ass party together. I whipped together. this shit up in like six hours. Facts. And it was the littest thing ever. There was so much vodka. I bought so much vodka. Yeah. <laughs> so much vodka. Yeah, literally. And I'm normally not even a vodka guy. Like, uh, I'm normally a Henny man, you know? Henny puts hair on your chest. But I did also buy that $50 bottle of Henny. So. Yeah, that's true. The Henny bottle. And it was good. And it was good. Overall, I spent like 105 on all the beverages. Mm-hmm. So that was that $50 bottle of Henny. I got the... The vodka was on sale. And then we got that vodka from your aunt. Yep, that's right, that's right. So that was a bless up. And then I got, like, two packs of Mike's Variety. Nice, nice. Was lit. And then um, Brett brought the Budweiser. Mm. Strange option, but, you know. Yeah, nah, for sure. People like what they like. In terms of uh, shooting guns, the show. Um, I mean, smoking guns, the show. Uh... What kind of directions do you see us going in? Um, I definitely could see us, like, topic-wise. Yeah. Um, I think... Like, how do you see us formatting the show, I guess? I think we could format the show by trying to address, like, current events... Or current topics that are being talked about a lot recently and or introducing our own kind of like idea like something that we really want to speak of but isn't really like being talked about right now like we could definitely introduce that um, and we could definitely go off who like watches our stuff like who like what our audience wants to see at some point oh, like for sure, for sure. get feedback and stuff like that but as far as um, the podcast goes i we definitely are open to um guests on the show yeah for sure for sure uh we might get some we'll see we'll see who we bring on here fact we have a lot of friends you know we have a lot of people we like to talk to so uh all from different backgrounds we could definitely talk about a whole bunch of different stuff with these people absolutely different walks of life Mm -hmm. you know just maybe learning perspective, mm-hmm. trying to put things in perspective, give people some information. Maybe even talk about ourselves. Mm. Have you seen anything crazy on the book today? I saw a lot of craziness on the book today. I don't know why it happened to be today, but for some reason, I kept seeing a lot of posts about... Uh, so, there's a lot of, for some reason, there's a lot of people on my Facebook who not only support rape culture, but are openly supporting it by not necessarily saying, oh, like, yay, let's, like, yes, let's rape women. It's more like subtle things that they, like, post about females, like, if they're very, like, derogative towards them like as far as blaming the victim and um like any topic that they really shouldn't be talking on but decide to talk on anyways like uh there was a post this guy posted it was like if a guy asks you 10 times and you say no 10 times but you say yes the 11th time he was basically saying not to complain if you know 
you wake up the next morning and you're like, oh, that was rape. What the heck? I think that's crazy. I mean, like, I was raised among, like, just basically my mom mm-hmm. and kind of, she taught me, like, to be very, very subtle with women. And, like, at the first sign of, like, maybe a no. Or, like, like they feel uncomfortable. Yeah, you know, just kind of make, making sure that the, the woman is comfortable or making sure that the person that you're you're with is, yes. you know, comfortable and consenting. Yeah. It's important. It's about really thinking about, like, having respect for women in general, which a lot of men, like, don't sure, have just nowadays. don't have, yeah. They just don't have. Um, there's guys who will just talk about women like they're just some piece of ass, and that's really degrading because there's a lot of powerful women in this world who have done a lot of things, a lot of good, a lot of, a lot of women in power right now, and, like, it's always been like a problem hold up hold up hold up though you don't think that uh you ever think like women do you think women talk about men the same way men do to women i think that there are a lot of disagreements and there's a lot of different things that women and men don't agree upon like what let's name one like Girls will always say that guys are, like, like, guys are thoughts, and then guys will always say that girls are thoughts, but it really just depends on your experience that you have with particular people. Right, right, right. And it depends on the people that, first of all, it depends on your friend group, because you attract people that are... But that are like like are, they're like promiscuous people. Yes. Uh, like if you uh, hang on out with the gender spectrum. Yeah. So like if you hang out with like a bunch of let's say you're a girl, you hang out with a whole bunch of party girls. You're only really gonna attract party guys, and party guys are not about relationships or things like that. They're about having fun, and you know like not being tied down and things like that. So when you when you introduce yourself to that particular set of people, then you're just going to have a string of things that you don't want because you're not surrounding yourself with the proper environment to seek what you desire. Facts, facts. Um, but I also think that systematically, uh, men have always been like... I think there's always been... What's it called? Prejudice? Yes, and, like, there's a lot of men in power who are misogynist, mm-hmm. and they, like, everyone likes to sweep it under the rug that women either don't get paid as much as men, or women aren't offered the same opportunities, whether it be their physique, or whether it be the fact that, you know, maybe they're not physically strong enough to handle whatever job it is, but usually in the case, women are fully capable of handling jobs that men have men have been solely dominant in for years and there's a lot of women who are like going into automotive going into construction and like there's a lot of outlash with females coming into this male-dominated industry and there's I personally have had problems with dealing with um, leadership who was I would say he was more misogynistic than sexist, mainly mm, because... You're talking about T-Mobile? Yeah. 
So Explain the situation. My boss at T-Mobile was very misogynistic. He would always... So, I was the only female at this location, and it was me and four other guys. And I guess he would... He would try to make me clean things as punishment. Let's say if I called out sick, then he would like get really upset with me and he'll like make a big deal about it. Even if I went to the emergency room and had a doctor's note, he would still like yell at me, try to make me clean things like instead of like working. Um, he would just have me in the back cleaning all day and then like he'd like there was, like, comments that he made. There was the way he put more pressure on me versus any other man that was there. Um, he was always on my back, and I feel like I was there for a year, and after I finally... After I finally decided to quit, I had enough... Um, no, I need a lighter. Um, so after after I finally decided to quit, I realized while, you know, I was at home and I wasn't going there every day and I wasn't I like fully realized that I was just not gonna be there anymore. And I started my new job. I like really realized how oppressed I felt for a whole year. I felt like I couldn't really speak my mind about whatever um, opinions I had at my workplace I felt like I was super pressured by him compared to everybody else I feel like he acted weird towards me like there was there was a time where I came into work with like a hickey and like he made a weird joke he was like oh like had a good time last night and like that it just made me really uncomfortable because First of all, I had, like, a turtleneck on, so it's not like it was even in the open like that. Like, it, like, I feel like he just made that comment, like, it was unnecessary. Mm -hmm. And I feel like if it was, like, if he had some form of respect, he wouldn't said it. He wouldn't have said it, like, in front of all my coworkers. And, like, he just shouldn't have said it at all. No, I feel that. I feel like, uh, like, not nah, definitely healthy work environments are, like... A crucial point like having a, a being working in a healthy work environment is just way better for you like there are so many unhealthy work environments that aren't talked about or people that aren't brought to light and like a lot of people are really suffering like if their managers are like rude disrespectful hurt like uh i don't know if they're basically on a power trip like yeah you know the uh employees and associates they really feel that and uh it definitely affects you like uh, this would, that's crazy. Uh but um. Uh, yeah, we're uh, talking about the trades though. That uh, you I found that the share of women working in construction trades in twenty eighteen is the highest it's been in twenty years. Mm -hmm. Um, but uh, even still, it, it says that women are strongly underrepresented. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm I'm sure that because it's a male dominated sport. Not sport, but it's a male-dominated field. Uh, the higher positions or the positions of power are going to also be male-dominated, you know? It's like a trap, man. Basically. And, like, 
maternity leave like had to be fought for like really hard in order for like women to actually be able to go on maternity leave which is insane because we're expected to you know give birth to a whole baby and then they want us to like come to work a nine to five shift like i didn't just have a kid facts like literally (laughs) ah that reminds me of our friend christine at target christine works at uh christine works with us in the back room and she was pregnant for a while but she didn't get to like leave leave for her pregnancy until like a couple of days before she actually was due and i thought that was crazy like i th- i always thought you got like time before mm-hmm. hand just to rest because you know you have a big baby like growing inside of your fragile human like you're body. literally about to burst yeah dead ass like any day now and you really don't it's kind of like once you give birth all right bam it starts now which is weird um but yeah, she has, she's she's been on maternity leave for a while. I'm not sure when her baby was born. Uh, some I think it was sometime in late December. But uh, it's just crazy. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I really think it's just swept under the rug, and people don't really like to address it. Or like, let's say women try to address it, then people. Like, say that she's, like, a feminist and, like, I don't know. I guess they have, like, this kind of stigma around um, feminists, like, being excessively... How do you say it? Like, I just think the first... I just think the perception of feminists overall is, like, bad. People look yeah. at, you know, people look at them they're and like, they're like, oh, you're oh a feminist? yikes. Yeah, like... Look what we have over here. But if you really look at it, like, feminists are just people who just want, like, just want just equality between women my, and men. Yes, literally. That's And literally everyone hates it because of that reason. Because they're trying to get equality for men. And they try to make jokes saying that women want to be more powerful than men. But that they're just saying these jokes because they're intimidated. And they don't know how to accept the fact that women have been beaten. Like, they have been being mistreated and underappreciated. And they have been cheated out of money, out of promotions, out of, like, basically changing their entire lifestyle because of the fact that they're being held back by these men who won't give them any power. That's crazy. Well, basically, we're done here. It's been a great session. Have a great rest of you guys' day. Have a good night, guys.